Three rings for elven kings under the sky. Seven for the dwarf lords in the halls of stone. Nine for mortal men doomed to die. One for the dark lord on his throne. In the land of Mordor where shadows lie, one ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, and one ring to bring them all in the darkness bind them. Welcome everyone to Modern Escapism's Rings of Power spoiler special. Because we love this show, we want to talk about it, spoilerifically. And joining us for this is Stig. Hello. And Doodles. Hello. So before we get started, the biggest of big, huge, enormous, massive spoiler warnings. It's a spoiler special. If you're here at this point, you haven't watched The Rings of Power on Amazon, stop, go watch it. It's great. Trust me. But yeah, we are going to be going into the far end of the fight about the story, about the characters, about the reveals, about the things, and all the other bits and pieces. Yeah, that's how detailed it. We're getting down to bits and pieces level. That's how detailed it's going to be. <laughs> so, have we just got the people who've watched it left? Last chance? I ain't seen right, it okay, yet. Let's go. You ain't seen it yet? Okay, well, you, you're going to have a bit of a time here. Just going to guess. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, as everyone will should be aware, if you're listening this far in, yes, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power um, is Amazon's take on The Lord of the Rings saga, officially licensed from the uh, Tolkien estate and working on writings that Tolkien had put down because um, I believe he actually had The Rings of Power pretty much already written in a, in about 10,000 notebooks. And they yeah. managed to pull all that out and create the story around it. Edited a little bit by Christopher. Yeah, he likes a bit of editing, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So uh, this the, the general premise of this, so it's set thousands of years before the events of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Uh, it begins during a time of relative peace and covers the major events of Middle-earth's Second Age, the forging of the Rings of Power, the rise of the Dark Lord Sauron, the fall of the island kingdom of Numenor, and the last alliance, bet- the last alliance between elves and men. So I think before we get started, what do we all think of it? Shy. Yeah. No. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's really good. It's 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 better than cinema. <laughs> That's the first thing I can't believe how this show looks. It Yeah, it looks great, doesn't it? It boggles my mind that we've come to an age where television because it is, even though it's on streaming platforms, it's still under the category of television. It's a show that it yeah. can it can look sound the acting, everything about it is just that good. It it's, it boggles my mind. Like you know, I you know, like I love the MCU shows and stuff like that. This pisses all over any of that, any of it. It's, oh yeah, absolutely. There's never been a television show that's looked this good ever. And if it doesn't win Golden Globes and Emmys and stuff like that, there's something wrong with the world. Yep, I agree. It's it's brilliant. I've absolutely loved it. Uh, every, I mean, literally every week in our Discord, I was pretty much like, I can't believe this is a TV show. <laughs> it's like, it just genuinely, it's insane. It's insane. can't believe how good and gorgeous this thing looks. It just it's a does ten-hour not. film. Yeah, it it would not look out of place with any top-level production film at all. 
it's just beautiful. I think I think part of that is definitely down to Jeff Bezos has opened his wallet and put that Amazon money into it. Oh yeah, because I think himself. I think I think I think the reports is like each episode's like nearly a hundred million dollars per episode yeah. to make. Yeah, we wanted to make a TV show based on his hero, didn't he? Sauron. Yeah, <laughs> his, his hero Morgoth. Yeah, the original the man that he styles his life, the man that he styles his business plan on. Yeah, yeah, basically. um, yeah. No, he he did say though. To be fair to to Bezos, he did say um, his son said, "Don't fuck it up." His son's like a massive fan of the books and the films and everything. And he basically, just said, "Do not fuck this up." So, <laughs> I think that was a uh, pretty much him telling him, "Put your money into it because you're going to need to," and it shows. Even even yeah, just the, the the visuals and the and the sound. Hats off to the, the the writing department, the screenplay, everything about it. They had an, a task ahead of them to basically adapt the musings of a madman at this point in his life, yeah, into something cohesive and easier to uh, to to digest than what the books and the notes and the ramblings lead out. Like you've started reading the Silmarillion, haven't you, Gadget? It's yeah, incomprehensible it's- at some points. It it's very chaotic. It's it's the Silmarillion. There are like in, interesting bits and pieces, and the, I know there is one kind of large narrative story in the middle of it. Yes, but the rest of it is just a, oh, here's how the world's created. Here are what gods are. Here's what this person is, and all that kind of thing. It's just like a collection of his ramblings from the his difference various between and, like the, the Silmarillion and like the later stuff, the Children of Hur, and like what Christopher Tolkien has done is editing basically. <laughs> And what and what this show's done is it's used that that mindscape of like let's edit this down into more digestible chunks and let's forget about the fact that that um, Tolkien liked to um, spread everything across thousands of years and just yeah it's just easy it's just easier you know when you see these shows like that or the read these series and you think. Have none of you come along techno- technology wise? Yeah, we're all just we're for thousands power. of years. They're just stuck in the same age. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've I've said this before on many things, but then again, the industrial revolution of our time is a freak accident, really, wasn't it? We we got lucky <clears throat> in a way. Yes, very much so. Uh, without yeah, mathematics, like, I mean, we wouldn't have got itself, anywhere. But this show itself shows them like progressing with. Metals and alloys and things. Yeah, you got like to remember finding yeah, new I'm, stuff out. I'm not defending J.R.R. Tolkien at all with with his with his, his millennia spanning stories, but half of these civilization he creates destroy each other anyway, so it hasn't got time to progress. Yeah, so. yeah. I think I think the delineation for each age tends to be an apocalypse. Yes. Like the war the war with Morgoth was an apocalypse for the world. Humanity on then, Earth hasn't had that global apocalypse yet, and it will. It yeah. will happen. <laughs> Probably next week. Yeah, uh, but still. Um, so yeah, the sh- the sh- the show has quite a, a wide cast, um, which I-, I guess that gets us into the first kind of of the co- of the internet controversies of the program because everybody was not happy about Aaron Deer, were they? Um, uh, well, I don't know why because he's a fucking who cares? badass. Like I, I know, know, I know. Between us, you know, we're not the type of crowd to complain about that at all. You know, honestly, just. Grow up, get a life. Like, <laughs> y- you aren't you aren't hitting the show 
because of it's not accurate with its races. You hate in the show because as a black man or a black woman in predominant roles, just just it just be just be true to yourself and just admit that that's the only reason that you hate on something. It makes just fuck me. Off. It Let makes the rest me, of us enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, it shows that these people haven't even read the source material as well, because there's plenty of people of color in in Tolkien's work. Yeah, don't get me wrong, they're usually baddies, <laughs> but yeah. they're there. Do you know what I mean? There's Easterlings and stuff like that. There are there are people of color. There is uh, Asian inspired cultures and African inspired cultures and Caribbean inspired cultures in that in that universe. You've got to remember that I'm. I'm, I'm definitely not defending the internet, but Middle Earth as a continent is a predominantly white. It's meant continent. it's based on Europe, isn't it? It's based yes. on Middle Earth, like you know, olden age Europe, kind yeah. of where most people were white. But it just it doesn't bother me. It never has color blind casting. Yeah. Just doesn't. I don't care. Like just if it's the right person for the job, fine. I, I've never yeah. I've never given two shits, and I know it's like nature versus nurture and stuff like that, but. I just don't care. I don't care what people look yeah. like with anything. Yeah, I just I, I I just wanted to get that little bit of the conversation out quickly just because there's so much to like in this, but everything was kind of overshadowed with this inter- quote-unquote internet controversy because you had people kicking off about um, Arondia, uh, people kicking off about Muriel because, God forbid, there'd be a dark-skinned dark, uh, woman being the queen of Numenor. Can't imagine. Um, Oh, and she didn't have a beard. Oh, no. And she, no, well, no, no. Then there was Deesa, uh, Duran's wife. That's it, Deesa, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then people kicking off about Lenny Henry playing Sadok, uh, the Harfoot Elder. Yeah, um, massively well-known character from the source material. Not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a character <laughs> they made. Yeah. Is um, Aaron so, even a, like a well-known character? No. No. Exactly. He's new, he's new for the show. So if it's new Tolkien for the show... barely named what, the elves, mate. If it's new for the show, what... Them. What the fuck are you getting so bent up out of shape about? Just fucking idiots. He was class. He was great. I really liked Darren Dier. Yeah, It was gorgeous uh, I, as I, well I, to look at. How can you not keep your eyes off him? Very statuesque, wasn't he? Yeah, stunning. Um, in, in, in the same way, I thought I thought the actress who played Muriel was great. I really liked the character. Uh, Disa was fucking fantastic. One of the best characters. Anytime she was on screen, your eyes were following so her. So strong. Because Such she was so, strong, so fucking good. Strong mm. character. Uh, I didn't so much care for Lenny Henry playing Sadok. I think that's mostly because it's a brummy Irish accent is a weird thing to listen to. You're Irish. Um, yeah, but I, I, I didn't, but I didn't really like Sadok's character until maybe his last episode because then he actually, you know, had a character. He seemed to be playing on the uh, the old um, uh, the old farmer role from the book, the uh, from from the original Lord of the Rings. I forgot his name, Farmer something. Um, yeah, they kind of skipped over him in the films where he was just this grumpy hobbit that. Played yeah. by the book and played by the rules and stuff like that. It's, it's like a play on that. This grumpy aged hobbit. Yeah, but yeah. So that that's kind of all I want to talk about on the kind of the internet controversies. Like, um, okay, like even internet. to the point, like, like IMDb stopped people putting reviews on for seventy two hours after the first episodes dropped, so that like the first reviews would be genuine reviews. It, like Ishmael Cordova is stunning. How could you not want to watch him? and it wasn't it wasn't even like you could turn around and go oh well he was just bad wasn't he like he, 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 his acting no, was he bad because yeah. it wasn't so you don't even have that to fall back on like it's just he reminded it's... me of like a brash version of um of legolas like from that kind of elven school of soldier yeah yeah and he was a badass and 
he had the stare, the elven stare, which is all you need to be to be an elf. You've got to be able to stare into the wind. And you know what? Honestly, did it well. We've had... You've got to be able to look, stare into the wind and look fantastic doing it. Absolutely, yes. man. Yes. Great teeth, great, <laughs> great cheekbones. Boom. We know we know why it is. Same reason why Miss Marvel was review bombed. Same reason why She Hulk was review bombed. We're not stupid. We know why it is. It's boring. Just fuck off. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, 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 it is worth saying that um, uh, Morpheth Clark as Galadriel, she got a lot of shit from that same quote of people because can't have a strong Galadriel's a warrior, warrior woman. Yeah. To to be honest, actually, that's going to lead me into the glowing praise because I want to start talking about Morpheth Clark as Galadriel because I thought she was fucking incredible. Yeah, I loved her. It's great. We and weirdly look so much like Kate Blanchett. There's a couple of moments quite quite early in the in the series where where like they do that close up on her eyes thing and it, her eyes look like it, it's her eyes that look, look like Kate Blanchett's. It's um it, it, it caught me off guard a couple of times the first couple of episodes. I just really like her intro as well when it shows them going over the different landscapes and like climbing up the mountains and showing how kick-ass she is. I think she fights a troll or something, doesn't she? Yeah. And it's just it just from the outset it just show it's just there to show like this woman is a warrior. She's going to kick ass. Like, deal with it. It's a very different yes. Galadriel, because Galadriel, like what we know from the source material and the film and stuff like that, is she's more of like an effervescent witch and stoic, and she's she's tempted very easily. And in this, she's so young and, and, and like... I mean, young, she's still like a thousand years old. For an elf, that's baby, oh, baby. And she's like headstrong, and she's so she's focused. Which Gladriel just seemed like she was stoned all the time. <laughs> yeah, it, it just annoyed me when people were saying, "Oh, like, that's not Gladriel." It's like well, you're basing it off three films, which like the that takes space over. Well, in the films, it's all it's it's about a few months. eighteen months. Eighteen months. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be uh, twenty five years. Whereas this is thousands of years ago. I'm a different you, person to who I was ten years ago. Never mind that far back. But like you, people you, change, you also, and evolve. You also only see, only really get any time with Galadriel in Fellowship, where you get that kind of that maybe twenty-five, thirty-minute sequence when they're in Lothlorien. Yeah, yeah. And she, she, she's, you don't see much of her outside of that. You've got to remember with Elven Law as well. The older you get, the more powerful and wise you get. And she, by by the point of the Lord of the Rings, she's five thousand odd years old, so she's surpassed. What a physical elf is like. Her corporeal form is just as powerful as a physical form. That's yeah. she's ascended. Yeah. She's you know what I mean. She's, she's and a higher she's being. Probably got to the point in her life where she's like, my main mission, which was to help bring Sauron down, is done. I can relax. She thinks so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. have to be on my guard, on edge, traveling the world, bringing the evil down. That I can. My job is done. So, and she's also um, prepared, so, preparing to leave Middle Earth, like most of them. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Galadriel's story throughout this entire series is she 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 starts off the the war the war against Morgoth has been as has been won, uh, but her brother um, I can't remember her brother's name actually, Fondia Fendia, um, Finrod. That's it. Finrod. Yeah, her brother, her brother Finrod dies fighting Sauron. Sauron is not killed during the battles. So um, Galadriel's entire reason for being is to find and destroy Sauron to the point where she gets excoriated by the elves themselves and actually sent back to Valinor 
because they're saying no Sauron's gone he's not around we haven't seen him for a thousand years you've been chasing after you've been you've been up down left right inside outside of Middle Earth trying to find him and you can't find him go back to Valinor have a nice retirement of course she naturally doesn't do that and ends up back in she she jumps off the boat she ends up back in Numen she ends up in Numenor with um a castaway called Halbrand um and starts causing all kinds of political issues. I don't trust Albrand. She didn't have much of a plan jumping off that buddy boat, though, did she? Yeah, in the middle she just of the ocean. Jumped off it. I'll jump off the ocean. I'll swim back the way I came. An elf can okay. swim an ocean, no problem. I mean, she 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 she'd climb the mountains of Angband and stuff. She, you know what I mean? She she's a badass. Yeah, but she can she can sit down. But she's yeah, doing that's that. true. <laughs> and who knows what are in those grey waters? Yeah. So um so yes she she encounters Halbrand um who becomes a little companion for her who she believes to be the king of the Southlands aka he is Mordor <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and the, the the two of them strike up quite a nice little friendship as things go on and I think it's it, a bit more than friendship to... oh yeah they clearly they clearly throwing eyes at each other oh yeah um but I mean we might as well jump straight into it here the nice big reveal towards the end that um of course Halbrand is Sauron. Yes. Oh, what a surprise! <laughs> it was, what a surprise! It was him or the meteor man. The, that was like your two options, yeah. really. And Sauron has been dis- in one of his guises before. I do know that he's been described as a very beautiful and attractive-looking man. So, oh look, yes. here's the very attractive-looking man who's front and center for nearly every episode. So, <laughs> yes, it's it, it. It was it was still a satisfying reveal. They did try to throw in a, a bait and switch with Adar, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, because for yeah for for about Who three fucking looks I, like exactly what you think Sauron would look like. <laughs> yeah, because I think a lot most people, especially those people who've only come from watching the films, yeah. Sauron was described as a dark elf. Yeah, which so is when you've got Ad, when you've got Adar, this character walking around who is a very corrupted looking elf, yeah. with a horde of orcs behind yeah. him destroying the Southlands <laughs> and turning it into Mordor. You think. Fuck me, that must be Sauron. Yeah, it must and be. And you get this wonderful, mo- wonderful moment where he's kind of subjugated a certain amount of the um of of the of of the men that live in um the Southlands, and they just uh, they go to oh, and we pray to you, Lord Sauron. He says, "I'm not Sauron." Well, we kneel to you, whoever you are. He hates Sauron. <laughs> he hates Sauron, doesn't he? Because it turns out he's an Uruk, which is <coughs> a great new twist in this show. And and I'll touch on a few things that the change that I prefer: the fact that yeah. the Uruks. Are not creatures designed by um, Saruman, which they are supposed well, to. No, be. well, but on the Urukai, like the Urukai yeah, are yeah. distinct from the Uruks. Yeah, they're, they're bred, aren't they? They're, they're created yeah. from gloom and sludge and, and man flesh and elf flesh and stuff. But yeah, the Uruk is it's 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 like an ascended orc type thing, isn't it? And yes, it's it's such a clever way, like. Adar never lied about what he was. He, he didn't explain himself straight away, but he was no. a leader to these these refugees. That's the best best way to describe the Orcs in that point. They were refugees. And it's kind of a sad tale because he, he wasn't being selfish in a weird way. He wanted to... He just wanted land. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, Don't get he, me wrong. He wanted a place for the Orcs to be able to live. He did launch a nuke to get that land. <laughs> He did. Well, they need to be in the dark. I thought that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clever. He, did, in my he commit, Yeah, he committed like a, it was just a small genocide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just a small one. But uh, before we get too much on onto him, I, I do just kind of want to keep talking about the, the Sauron thing because I really liked. So it was Charlie Vickers who played Halbrand, mm-hmm. 
Um, I liked his performance, and I like the clues that they put in there that he was not what he seemed. There's there's a sequence when they're in Numenor when he gets into a fight with some uh, guildsmen, and it, it it's a, a super quick thing. But he basically he, he he wins the fight by he holds this one guy's wrist up against a wall and just puts a little bit of pressure on him, breaks it breaks his arm in the middle. Yeah, and like one that looked cool as fuck, and it was a nice kind of more grown-up thing to happen in this thing, because this is, I think this is a slightly higher rating than what Lord, the Lord well, of the Rings Yeah, definitely. Are. 15. Um, yeah, but it's like no man can do that. Like, no. that is one of the strongest bones in your body. You can't just hold it against the wall and push it. And Even like it. A, a regular elf would struggle to do that. Yeah, so that kind of, sh- that was a nice little hint. And I remember, as soon as I saw that, I went, oh, fuck me, he, he is so wrong. Pip didn't yeah. believe me at first. I, um, I it's, it's, it's a shame that I knew this straight away, and and not because of his name, and not because of how he acted and stuff like that. I just knew that Galadriel gets tricked, yeah. and what better way to trick someone than a, a gorgeous man from the sea? <laughs> What's what, there's there's no better way, is it? And everything he was doing, he he was like making it out that it was her idea, and that's yeah. That's exactly what Sauron does. He is the master of disguise. He doesn't have a true form at this point anymore. And no, it's. I think it's it's the fact that they. Well, we will jump into the uh, the meteor man. The fact that they made him look like he crashed into a big glowing red eye is a great bait and switch a, as well. People yeah, like that was like nice me diversion. know that he's an Ishtar, and that's how they do ascend into the world. They all do that. All the wizards do that, but so do the bad, but the baddies as well. That, that's how that's how um, Eru Iluvatar sends down his uh, his angels. So it's it's it was God. It, it's just I kind of wish I went in blinder. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though well, I, did, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know any of the law outside of the films. Don't get me wrong. Even if you do, it's different enough. I mean, I mean, majorly yeah. different. I, well, I mean, I said though, I listen to things, and there's a few things I pick up from stuff. So, but I don't know like the wide lot. I just kind of know. So obviously, when a stranger crashes into the into the earth, it's all yeah. fire. It looks like a big fiery red eye. Yeah. The first thought you go through it, your mind is, "Oh, Sauron has been re- predicted to return." Yeah. Somebody Here crashes to earth. Here's a big red eye. It's clearly him. Got control and of fire. The, but then there's but then there's little hints of when when uh, Nori and Poppy touch she, she touches the f- fire and she's like oh it's cold yeah yeah it's which n- is the thing that's been said about Sauron yeah but isn't it the other way around that it's he's fire and Gandalf so without getting too, without getting too nerdy Sauron and Gandalf are similar things like Sauron's a Maya and and Gandalf's an Ishtar which are basically the same choir of Angels. It's it's very hard to, to to describe what they are, but they're, they're very similar level beings. Yeah, they're both designed to balance the world. Darkness and and light are not evil and good in that world. Do you know what I mean? Like sun and moon. Yeah, it's all Norse. Yeah, Norse. Norse. It, it, like it's everything weird. has to exist in a perfect balance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Sauron and Morgoth started that trend by uh, just pissing off uh, Eru, who was the god, and just. Starting his own thing, like creating uh, arcs and stuff like that, and just tipping the balance to to darkness and stuff like that. And that's that's why they're they're very like, 
Sauron, if you, if you notice, even in the films, it doesn't even mention it, but Sauron always knows where Gandalf is, and Gandalf always knows where Sauron is. They are yeah. they are opposite sides to a coin, and that's how they can easily like he can easily corrupt Saruman because they they can speak the same language. They, you know what I mean? It's it's weird how how it is, but I I, I just think this show got that balance perfectly. It it made me doubt myself. I I, I, I thought the Meteor Man could have been a Balrog or Morgoth because that's also on my R as well. Because Balrogs the same as wizards as well. <laughs> I, I I thought that too. I thought that too just with the presentation of him. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think he was Sauron. And when they tried to do the bait and switch in the last episode with with uh, the uh, uh, the nomad and the wanderer uh, yeah. appearing towards the him, aesthetic. And said, you are Lord Sauron. It's like no, oh, he's not. He's not. He's too too nice. But you can see <laughs> when they said that like... though. Now it's a bit like yeah, because I didn't want him to be. Sauron, and then when they did that, I was like, "Oh no!" Like, but the thing is, you can see him. why <laughs> you can see why the Nomad and the Ascetic and those thought he was because he is the same. He is one and yeah. the same. Why wouldn't they figure I did, that? I, yeah, I, 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 I did, I did, I did love his response to that when there's when when he's like he's got the staff and he's there's magic swirling around. Yeah, him. he says, "You are the Lord Sauron." Says, "No, I am good," and just blow and like turns him into skeletons. I like, wanted him to say, no, good. I am redacted because we don't have the rights to Gandalf. <laughs> well, they, no, they do, they, they do have they the rights. Right. So, so, I got told they didn't. Made... No, no, so, so this has been made entirely with um, with the Tolkien Estate's blessing. And they like this. It's worth remembering that the Tolkien Estate hates the films. New Line Cinema films, um, yeah. Yeah, they hate all six of those films because they, are, they do diverge a lot from the books. Stupidly, also... Mark. The, the, the actual films diverge more than this show diverges. Yeah, um, oh, they're so good. And... Not the Hobbit. They are so, they, 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 they are so, they are so stunning. Good. Stunning pieces yeah, of art. They are good, but it's it's also it's also an interesting point when people are kicking off saying no, it's not the same as the films. It's like, well, the films aren't the same as the fucking books, <laughs> and, dif- <laughs> and different versions of the books aren't the same as the other versions of the books. <laughs> yeah, That's the so problem. it's, it's... P- Peter Jackson made some great films, but they are very different to what the books are. He also made three um, bad films as well. <laughs> he also made three bad films, um, which I think that I think that nearly finished off Christopher Tolkien. To be fair, those Hobbit films. Yeah, because um, let, let's make this children's story into three epic movies. <laughs> <laughs> Strange man. Yeah. So so al- along alongside Galadriel's uh, tale, um, um, dealing with Halbrand and kind of traveling through Numenor down to the Southlands and back to um, Elendril, 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 Elendil, Elendil. That's it. I, I re I much I love these things, I always struggle with the place names. Um And they go to they go to the Lind- El- Linden as well, don't they? Yeah. So you have the elf story, which revolves around a, a young Elrond, played by Robert Armayo, who is also known for playing a young Ned Stark. Yeah. He's great in this. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, he's and yeah, he's he, 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 he's actually pretty. He's Elrond. He's he's got he, he does he's got a slight little bit of a Hugo weavingness to him. He's got enough of it to be recognisable. I think he's a better Elrond than Hugo weaving. You got to remember, Elrond is not an elf. He's a half elf, half human. He's a half elf, and, yeah. And Hugo weaving plays him as just a big elf, <laughs> just a, just a big elf. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, they look guy... nothing like each other, but they're not. No, meant no, to... no, they're not meant to. The, the thing is with this show is, it has to be its own thing. Yeah, but also at the same time, kind of endear itself to fans of the films. So yeah. you get so many similarities in the waves that things look, but orcs, at the same Balrog. time, yeah, the Balrog looked exactly the same. The yeah. orcs looked Mordor the same. Mordor was identical. 
Yeah, a lot of it, the locations match what Peter yeah. Jackson did. Yeah, like. it's a you, lot of that you, stuff you is going to be the same, but wait, you, there's no point in looking at this and going, well, he doesn't look like Hugo Weaving, so it's, nah. it's stupid. It's, it's his own thing. He's his own man. He's a lot younger. Like It's fine. But what I he did, really what liked he did him. Better, better for me was his humanity side was a lot clearer. It was a lot in view for me, like his friendship uh, with uh, Durin and stuff. Yeah, that was great. I just, that was, norm, some of the best scenes. A normal elf, as we know, struggle to make friends. Look at Legolas and Gimli. Very the Looking struggle. Galadriel. Yeah, they 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 struggle to make friends with any, anyone that's not an elf, and because of Elrond's lineage, half elf, half human, he's got the best of both worlds. He's got the empathy, I, and he's also immortal. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes, I I I really liked I really liked him as Elrond. So I did. The, the 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 plot line that you that you have with the elves is, um, that's the politics, Celebrim. isn't it? Well, that's the that's the that's the uh, politics, yeah. So Celebrimbor um, is building the the greatest forge um, that Middle Earth has ever seen, but they need some help with it. So they want the dwarves involved because the dwarves know how to do stone. They know how to build shit. The dwarves can get shit done. So Elrond is friends with an old dwarf, Prince Durin, who will become King Durin the Fourth, the most famous dwarf of all time. Yes. So Elrond is packed off to go and um, be an envoy. And turns out that he hasn't been that good a friend because you know elves live a long time, and turns out thirty years to an elf is is a blit is a is like last week. No <laughs> concept of Durin time. is pissed off with them. Yeah. So uh, we get a we get a wonderful scene where he gets into into Kazadum, and he has to challenge Durin to a rock smashing contest. Hmm. It lets which him is win. Fucking brilliant. He lets him win. He does let him win. He says, "What is it? I was I was winded by the end of it." Yeah, like yeah. You clearly lets him win. The elf elf could fuck a dwarf up any time, even a half elf. Yeah. But, but, and as, yeah. and as as the story goes on with it, we get this beautiful friendship that is rekindled and reemerged through through the meddling of um of Disa, Duran's wife, and the insistence that Elrond stays for dinner. Mm. And if that not had is, happened, it, I think I think the show, the, the, the cost none of this would have happened, would it? Yeah, none of it would have happened. So i i love I love their relationship. I love this story because um, this is also when Durin discovers Mithril in the mountains of Kazadun. And Mithril is um, you'll have to you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong on this one, Oodles. But Mithril is created from one of the Silmarils. Yes, um, and it is it obviously we know within legend that. It, and within a lot of talkers of the Mithril is one of the strongest ores ever created. It saved Frodo from being killed by a cave troll. It's f- um, so, but- so one of one of the the Elven lights. It's not from the Silmarils, but the lights that the Silmarils were inspired by. Um, the Elven lights like uh, made trees grow, and the sap from that tree creates Mithril yeah. over millennia. Yeah, but the, but but this but but this ore has the power to. Stop the elves that are in Middle Earth from it. It's a, from it's a corruption on them, isn't it? Because they've been away from the light of Valinor for yeah, too long. The light of Valinor is there. They need it. It's their vitamin D. Without that, they, they. It's not that they'll just die. They'll just won't be immortal anymore. And to an elf, that's as good. That's that's it, isn't it? For for a species so, that dies, it doesn't. A species that doesn't die of natural causes, that is death. Even if they say, yes. "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna die in another hundred years." Oh, what we're we gonna do? To us, we're like, oh, that's fantastic. 100 years, brilliant. <laughs> Bang up for it. But yeah, to so, an elf, that's just suicide. 
yeah, so so that's that's the running story with them. And like I say, I I absolutely love their relationship. I love the rekindling of the relationship. I love that Disa just interfered with everything, and Disa's the real power behind the mm, throne. But her her interfering with something is clearly going to be his downfall. Oh, she absolutely. is very she's, much she's pushing him into digging deeper yeah. and darker, where where dreadful things lie. Yeah. Because of course we, we 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 do get that hint of the Balrog. Yeah, and that Balrog's name is Durin's Bane. So. Yeah, yes. yeah. We, we know the story. Yeah. If you know the story, that that's what they found in the deep. But um, yeah. it was very much pointed towards her saying, "Like this is going to be all yours once he's gone. Like you're in charge. This is actually." She says, "This is ours." Yeah, yeah, she does. It's not just but yours, it's ours. Well, she's like, just as aspirational as him. Yeah, he, he he has a little bit. Durin has a little bit of Sophie's choice. Do I doom this civilization to keep my civilization strong? Or do I help a friend to keep his people alive and doom us all? That's... He doesn't know that he's going to doom them all, though, does he? he doesn't No, but he knows he's going to piss it's... his dad off. <laughs> yeah, the current king, he his dad, he he suspects that it's not worth it. The thing is, what you've got to remember with the backstory of the dwarfs as well, they were they, they, they the race is older than elves, and a lot of people don't realise that in the law. And they were created as a corruption. That they, they, they are they are wrong. They were made wrong. They're too emotional, they're too greedy, they're too and that's that, that's their big folly and their corruption. And that king is just he just synonymizes dwarfs. Like, this is ours. Yeah. Who gives a fuck about anybody else? We're dwarfs. So they, the, um, and and during yeah. so his friendship, he's he's got a breakthrough that barrier, and I think that's a that's one of my favorite aspects of the show. Their friendship, yes, I I I, I love the you, you get the establishing shots when in the first episode when uh, Elrond's let in, and you see Casa Doom as it was before it fell. Yes, yes, um, because you see you obviously see Casa Doom in Lord of the Rings, and you see it in the Hobbit as well. For some reason, even though it shouldn't be Casa Doom, um, and you've basically we've always ever seen it in disrepair, and you get to see this kind of vast underground city, uh, and it looks fantastic. It looks amazing. They've done and they've done such a good work translating what we know about the place and building it up into something that looks like people live there and people work there. Yeah, I really liked seeing that aspect of it. it it's, it's and like that that that, that door that Elrond's con- constantly sitting on the outside of waiting to go in. That's where they come out after the fight with the Balrog in it is. Uh, Fellowship. It is, yeah. That's the that's the main entrance, but it turned um, out to be the back entrance. Right. <laughs> here's here's my little quibble with this. When they enter into that mountain in Lord of the Rings, Gimli seems very shocked by the scene. He's never been. Gimli's from Dale. How does he? Yeah, but how does he not know that that place has fallen? It must have fallen years ago. There's no, there's no Twitter. You do, do you not think they have envoys going back and forth between? No, the but what dwarves? what it is is dwarfs as as a species that they have their own warrens. It's like oh my cousin there. lives here or something. Like surely they they have different kings for every mountain. So uh, Gimli's from Dale, um, a son of Glyn, and we know that Dale gets fucked up by Smaug, don't we? And so yeah. obviously they're a bit tied up with their their doings. Every every dwarven mountain has its own king. That's the difference. So Moria to him is a different country. It could also just be a random plot hole. Yeah, could I be. think it, it is because it could be. this is meant to technically take place thousands of years before Lord of the Rings. You'd have thought, you'd have thought by now, no, unless unless 
it's meant to be of my I think he says it's his cousin, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, they went, yeah, maybe they, they travelled there and they didn't know that the Balrog was there. And Balor, we've got to remember with Balor, he, he's a lot younger than this show. You know what I mean? He's yeah, only... Maybe they didn't know about maybe they didn't know about maybe. it. Maybe they just went there to try and re, re, restart the city. Yes, and, I was about to say maybe they yeah. did fall and they've tried to restart it and it's all oh, yeah. up, up and running, but then the goblins turn up or something like that. You never yeah, know. Balrog did, and that, I, yeah. I, yeah. I did see a, I did see a really good headcanon out there that the uh, the door that they use in Fellowship, the one with speak, friend, and enter, Melloc. was um, yeah, was a, a, a secret door that um, Durin put there yep. in the hope that Elrond would come back one day. Yeah, yep, that's canon. It's like a door for Elrond. Yeah, that... is that canon? Is that, I thought yep. I, I thought that was just a bit of head canon that I read online. No, that's that's true. That's that's it's it, uh, the thing is because dwarves aren't like I said, they're not friends with elves. So you want to hide something from other dwarves? Use you use Elvish. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. Why not? Fair enough. Yeah, it's, it's clever. I like um, that shit. Yeah, I yeah. Their their their, their relationship is so good. There was my I think one of my favorite scene might be when they're leaving Linden, and uh, Durin has successfully convinced the uh, Gilgalad, the Elven king, that he's using a sacred piece of stone as a table. And uh, <laughs> it was just Elrond joke. effectively, uh, yeah. Elrond effectively says to him, "That was a lot of horseshit, wasn't it?" He says, "I oh, Deesa's wanted a table for years." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Like he's caressing the table, like, oh, it's seen a lot, of, lot, of, lot of trouble. This stone, this, <laughs> I mean, it's so good. I, I like, I like that the, for some reason, in the, in the, in the, the screen adaptations of the, of these books, the dwarves are funny. <laughs> yeah, the dwarves are great. They're funny fuckers. They're not meant I'm to be. Not, like um, no, no, they're not meant to be. No, they're all. grumpy. They're grumpy little assholes, greedy little buggers. I, I think. I mean, the thing is, when you read the books, though, they come off as like grumpy arseholes. It is actually quite funny to read it. They're not supposed to be funny. They're just yeah. funny because they're the, the flawed, cantankerous the, little shits. The, the flawed species, they're completely flawed. And a, a lot of Tol- Tolkien put a lot of, I know it sounds awful, but he, he, um, he, uh, the dwarves were supposed to be the Germans. <laughs> so what he right. called, what he called flawed individuals, like really good, really good at what they do, but they're just flawed. <laughs> the Jerry's. So. You can see a lot of it. Industrious, industrious nation. Yeah, um, but I, I, I also like that. Uh, like again, the show is not the films, but they've taken a lot of the cues from the films, like having this kind of witty back and forth relationship between a dwarf and an elf. I really like that they've kept that in there. Yeah, which is because uh, that was it's, it's not that a was thing. a pretty constant highlight. That was a constant highlight of the downtimes in the Peter Jackson films. Yeah, especially you know, in the, un- had... the the uncut versions as well. When you get more yeah, Gimli and uh, Legolas. Gimli and Legolas just kind of bantering on with each other. You've got to bear in mind, Legolas is a fake character that they made for the films. Because obviously in the Fellowship, it's completely... The name's not fake. How how, how how he's portrayed, basically. It's it's so fucking different. Yeah. I really really need to reread the original trilogy. It's It's so long. Mate, it's getting getting to the second half of the book that takes too long. (laughs) True. Very much so. Just... Um... So the the other main kind of this there's, there's kind of two other main plot lines that go with so the the story of men and the story of the half foot. I kind of think we'll go through the half foots. I, I didn't like the half foots as much as I like the other things. I didn't dislike them, but so the half foots are as supposedly the precursors to hobbits. Proto hobbits. They are yeah proto hobbits. Uh, they're a nomadic species of people. Uh, very little. They are afraid of everything. They they, they exist to be, to move between living space to living space. 
in line with the stars and in line with the migrations of other species so they don't get bothered. And this is this is it shows you how how the hobbits have evolved from that because they don't they're not ones for adventures, are they? Those little hobbits. No. They don't like adventures. I mean these ones aren't for adventures either. No. And they're also quite they're quite brutal because because they, they, when they start their migration, they have this chant where if you know if you're left behind, if you fall behind, you're stuck. They don't come back for you. They just fucking let you die. Yep. At lemmings. Brutal. Um, but the main characters we follow here are, are Nori, Brandyfoot, and Poppy Proudfellow, who happen upon the stranger who falls from the sky in a big comet meteor thing. Yeah. Um, and the Harfoots themselves are untrustworthy, naturally speaking, of the large man that has appeared who um, doesn't speak any common I think language. He, I think he's abnormally tall, even magical. for a human. He, 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 I mean, if, he, if he's supposed see... to be Gandalf, Gandalf's tall as fuck. So Not true, yeah, well, yes, I th- I, it, it's very much cool that he's Gandalf. He's the very last line of the show is, is, is <laughs> yeah. following your nose. Yeah, it is literally the literally I mean, the line I, from Morris. I feel Gandalf. like they made him they made they made him look a bit like Gandalf to start with. Anyway, he's the brown yeah, ragged robes. The, yeah. the it, 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 it's just his appearance just screams that this isn't going to be the gray the dark lord takes <laughs> over the land this is going to be the you know the fun white cracking obsessed wizard. with fireworks <laughs> yeah who also seem has a we know has a relationship with uh, the hobbits yeah yeah absolutely absolutely I, the, the main reason i didn't like the harfoots story and it's, it's not that i disliked it it's just i didn't like it as much as the other things was um, the Harfoots themselves felt to me a little bit forced, especially the their reticence to towards I don't want to say adventure, but you know that they, they are so risk averse that it gets borderline annoying because you have Nori who was written in a way where she is trying to pull away. She's yearning for adventure. She's a young Harfoot. She wants to go and do things. She wants to see more of the world than they know. And the other Harfoots are basically constantly, "No, you don't do that. No, you don't do that. No, you don't do that." And it gets to a point where. They carried that on for far too many episodes for it to be understandable. It's just like, oh, just fucking, if she wants to go, just let her wander off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, like, yeah. with the Harfoots, it's like, a lot of people keep arguing with me, me with this. They are hobbits. They're a different type of hobbits, like the river folk, like what um, yeah. Smeagol was. They are different breeds of hobbit. And I think this show's making it out to be they are the first of the breed of hobbits, and with that comes we have, they have to show their bumbling side to it, and it's just a bit, it's a bit tedious, isn't it's, it? It's also very much a choice to make them bumbling Irish oofs. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just a bit tedious when we know that they are of sturdier stuff. They are made of stronger stuff. Hobbits, they they can do wondrous things. They can save the world. And I don't, I don't yeah. know that it just seems like it's gone back on itself a little bit. I know it's thousands of years in the in the in the past, but I don't know. I mean, Nari has a little bit of a redemption at the end of this. She's like, do you know what? I will go on an adventure, and I do like that about that. I like, I'm glad that well, they all they all of them stand up to the to the wanderers, don't they? they yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But it, it it takes some to die to get to that point, or burn their caravan down to get to that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. There's just I get what they were trying to get cross but un- I don't think they nailed it. it no the, that's one of the weakest aspects for me just this tribe of Harfoots which again are hobbits yeah. I felt sorry for uh, Poppy at the end though because she's clearly like she's lost a family at some point and now she's yeah. lost her best friend it's like 
great. Now what do I do? <laughs> like, but don't you think it was too close to the Samwise Gamgee uh, absolu- parallel? Absolutely, absolutely gender swapped Sam and Frodo. Yeah, <laughs> it's too much for me. It's too much for me to be like, oh, it's happened again. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I, I get it. You've got to do it. You've got to. You've, you've got to have this aspect to it. You've got to see that. Because what the half hours are to us, it's, it's our proxy to see the world from a different angle, isn't it? How dangerous yeah. it is. And you've got to remember, they're from Mordor. <laughs> That's where the, the they're Southlands. From, yeah, they're from the they're from the Southlands. They're not from Mordor. Yeah, obviously that's just a, a renaming of the Scotched Southlands. But yeah, that's... which 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 I will point out when they do that, that is the fucking stupidest moment in yeah, the show. It was when, so stupid shit that when when, when Adar's sitting there thinking, I think we need to change the name. Of. Do you know and what I thought they were going to do? And you, get, and you get the Southlands appears on yeah. screen and just burns off to Mordor. You know what I, like, I thought no, they were going to do. I thought, such a cheesy when thing. they did that Mordor. I thought they were going to go. And we shall name it Mount Doom. <laughs> I was like, fuck it Because, Jesus Christ. I mean, it doesn't make sense to it's co- that they've called it Mardar because the elves name it Mardar. It's their, it's their language that names it Mardar. That's not its name. Well, I mean, to be fair, is it, he is still an elf. Kind of, yeah. Elfish. Yeah, if you want it, yeah. You, you could go away with saying that, that Adar is kind of an elf and he speaks elvish. It's, so, here's, yeah. the, here's the thing, though. Like, I don't give a shit. I know that I'm, no. for, for for stuff that I've sometimes when I watch things that I've miss out the law and stuff I'm like yeah and I get it that's why it's there it's that's not it's really there. like that much of an issue that oh this character who yeah technically is you know elf elvish yeah. would say Mordor like it's just the way it was done <laughs> was a bit shit it would have been better if they wanted to do it like that. It would have been better to do it on the map because they'd been using the map yeah. to show to show yeah. where we were. Yeah, yeah the, the, throughout the series. So why didn't they burn yeah, it out on the map? That, yeah, they had a really idea, well, yeah. re- really well rendered uh, CGI map for like the first three episodes, I think. And then they stopped using it. Any given then they stopped using it. It would have been great if they just panned over the Southlands on the map and then they just burnt off to say Mordor. Yeah, yeah, I would um, have preferred that, like a flame coming from underneath it, and then yeah, oh, Mordor underneath. Mm. That'd that'd have been can, so can badass. Just, can, I know we. Going to uh, talk about the the Southlands people. Well, we'll, we'll talk about the, the the Southland people now because I really wanted to talk about that yeah. episode where yeah. it becomes Mount Doom. That whole episode is absolutely incredible from start to finish. That Shocked is me. just yeah. That's where again I was just like, how is this a TV show? Yeah. This looks Shocked better me. than Stunned so me. many films. Like it just looked incredible from the fighting to the, that horse chase through the through the forest. Oh, God. It looked, it, the cinematography on that was absolutely none of it, incredible. None of it was CGI. It's so it's, good. Oh, it's stunning. Even the mountain blew up. They blew a proper mountain up for that. Yeah, a real mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Italy's fucked Actually, I will say, no one would survive that. That no, that's one would survive it. Covering, the, covering them over in that ash kind of annoyed me a little bit ash. because there's no was, oxygen because <laughs> that yeah there's that and also it burns at god knows how ash many burns. degrees yeah. it would just eviscerate everybody everyone would boil look at pompeii guys <laughs> look at pompeii we've seen yeah. it happen if they would have had it further away and then the ash kind of start to to spread over them yes fair I point agree. but to have the big massive ash cloud just ramp over the we don't know what the elements are in middle earth <laughs> yeah okay fire might burn at a lesser a lesser degree yeah, I mean Chris Pratt managed to survive it in Jurassic World, so you know if he can, then yeah. anyone can. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The um, 
I, I mean, I, lo- I love the whole sequence of um, of Waldrake kind of like opening the mechanism that opens this dam that was under the watchtower. Clever that, because that's just completely and, made up. Fucking clever. Yeah, but having the, it, 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 you know, all the water come down and then it flowing through all the channels that the yeah. orcs have kind of been digging out of. Which um, we didn't know what the they were doing. Ones. No, no, they, they they just had people, they, they had people and slaves kind of digging. They didn't yeah. really say what they were digging for. Mm. Um, and then all this water going to this cave, hit the lava, and then boof, boom, the pressure goes up and yeah. Mount Mount Doom explodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, or rather, becomes Mount Doom because it was just a mountain beforehand. <laughs> it's just a mountain. Um, I, I love that whole sequence. I love the, so I love that, I mean, I loved all the, that entire episode, but I love that sequence. And I love the starting sequence of the next episode where people are, reacting to this you know they're trying to find it was really harrowing the opening of episode seven yeah it was. you know you've got people who are wounded you've got people trying to find like um uh isildo goes missing he's not killed because we know isildo is not killed yes uh, muriel muriel is blinded yeah um, do you know what do you know what it reminds this... me of it reminded me of scenes after like omaha beach and do you know what I mean? Those those war films when everything's like the when walking it, wounded. Yeah, when it's happened and everything, people are picking their arms up and stuff like that. It reminds yeah. me of those kind of and scenes. The, and the, I like the it. the color of it, like the red hue over everything. Like yeah. it, it, and, and there was that scene where the where the walked out of the red hue, didn't they? Into yeah, the, yeah. So god. And but, but yeah. I didn't know she was blind, and 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 uh, uh, Isildar's dad, I forgot his name. Um, he's he's like um, she's like. Are we nearly out? And he he just knew straight away. Ellen Dill. Ellen Dill. That's Ellen it. Dill. He, he just yeah. knew, he just knew straight away. He's like, oh, when, when did you lose your sight and stuff? It's like, fuck! What a what a dad. Top dad award. Yeah, I love um and just w- with the previous episode with the battles, um the I love I love that that episode felt like it had all of the tension. Mm, the orc like, all of the tension in the series had been ramping up to there. The orc siege itself was great. I love and I loved Frank. how the um the south. The Southlanders kind of defended themselves. Yeah, but then when the when the Numenorians arrive, and you've got Galadriel riding, just hanging off the side of a horse, like chopping nerds in half. That's yeah, fucking incredible. I, I like I like the the, the the trick as well, where they thought, God, we've killed so many arcs. No, you haven't. You haven't killed any arcs. <laughs> you've killed you've killed orcs. your own you've killed your own men. That that bit. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So yeah. fucking clever. Like, ah, oh, I. Like Adar is is Adar is a fucking great baddie. I'm 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 glad they invented mm. him. Oh, but how? <laughs> I mean, we've even the lead up to that, um, where the where the orcs all kind of go towards the town, and there's yep. no one there, and then Arendir like traps them all in and collapses the tower, and that that was yeah. great as well. Yeah, that was great. That was like probably, so good. Yeah, go on. Like yeah, like yeah. he's doing all that himself. It was great. Yeah, some, some nice elven acrobatics to it to, to get away from the collapsing tower as well. Yeah. Though. Was that was that Legolas tower supposed to be like Minas Morgul or one of the uh, the towers in Mordor? Uh, the, the ones at the is... gate, or the Black Gate, or something like that. It looks like it. Uh, it's it's a Osti something or other. Life me can't remember where the name is. Astilia. I literally just just had, a had it in front. Of... Is it that? Ostilia, that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's so good because that, that that becomes like the last bastion for um, men to stop things coming out of Mordor, and it's just cool how it's all linked. Yeah, Osgiliath. It's a, that's yeah. It. No, no, because I was Gilead. That's the town, isn't it? Something else. That's the town. That's the town. God, there's so many weird names, but yeah, I, I, I know that. I know that's the problem. Too many, too many characters, too many place names. You'll never get them right. Don't it's worry. Like, <laughs> in, in in the in the law, like even though like it's now Mordor, men still reside there, and like the 
people of uh, like the rangers and stuff start protecting it and stuff like that. Oh, it's just so fucking good. Yeah. It's, I fucking love that shit. I, lo- I love that you can see things before it's actually become what it is. Osterith. Osterith, that's it. Yeah. Which Thanks becomes a point. Cheers, Google. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, mate. It was where Wikipedia told me that one. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. I keep wanting to say Osgiliath as well, but Jesus that's the Christ, town, that's, isn't that's it? The te- that's the town outside of um, Minas Tirith. Minas Tirith, yeah. Fuck you, Tolkien, and your names, man. Mm. <laughs> Just call it fucking like I don't know, fucking Manchester. <laughs> Something so, easier. Well, speaking of Manchester, I need. I fucking hate Theo. That yeah. little fucking mank little shit, the Bronwyn's son. I hated him. I liked Bronwyn. Yeah. I like Bronwyn was great. She was she was mint. Uh, but fucking Theo, what a little and did you ever have an inkling at, at one point that maybe Theo becomes Sauron? I did. I did. I thought <laughs> you know you're just enough of a cunt for that yeah, to happen. He's gonna be Sauron. Him. <laughs> I think that was another bait and switch when he picked up yeah. that uh, hilt and it yeah. started to form in his hand, and it's like, oh, hang on, like it was yeah. it was kind yeah. of leading me, and I think many people to think that Sauron didn't know he was Sauron. Yeah. And something yeah. and he'd come back and he'd taken the form of something else, but it was something yeah. needed to happen to awaken his memories or awaken who he actually is. And it was doing those oh, oh. things with like the stranger having no memory yeah. of what he was. And then and then Theo picking that up and it's like, oh it could be him. And then they did yeah. the same with um Ada, like leading you yeah. to think it yeah. was him. Like there was all these yeah hints that it, it could be him, it could be him, it could be him. And that's obviously spawned all the memes of like, that's Sauron, that's Sauron, that's Sauron. Yeah. Yeah. That's what made, it made me think like, because at first I thought he could be Sauron. And then I'm like, hang on. Like the, the, the inner nerd of me saying, Sauron uses mace. That's not his weapon. So I knew it couldn't have been just like a, a, a sword or something like that. And then it turned out to be a key, didn't it? I'm like, that's yeah. fucking cool. That's cool. Because Sauron ain't using no sword. He's not a sword guy. He's got no, a big he's a barbarian. He's a big barbarian. Yeah, he's got a fucking mace on a, on a chain. <laughs> I, a like fucking... those, I like those barbarians. Yeah, he's a oh, fucking. Oh yeah, not... you too. I mean, when you're seven foot five, why not? <laughs> why, not? why not? Um. So yeah, I, I, the 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 Southlander story was. It it was interesting because I guess, I guess but they've only been having maybe two episodes to really establish it all. Everything seemed to be compressed, but you know they started off very much hating the elves. Blaming the elves for Morgoth yep. and the war that happened beforehand. Um, you got to remember you know, though, the South gives... the Southlanders were um, kin of Morgoth. They they sided with him, didn't they? They they, they bowed some of to them, him. Some of them did. Yeah, and th- 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 that's what they were trying to say. Like the the Southlanders, uh, like descendants from, from descendants from those people that sided with the wrong side, but they were still just following orders. You know what I mean? To to save themselves, it's like. I, I, it's a, it's a nice nuance to to a people that, I mean, no longer to to people that watch the films exist anymore. It, that no such thing yeah. as Southlanders anymore. It's not a thing. It's I think it's no, quite yeah. clever. Yeah, it just it it made a lot of those kind of early sequences with our own dear, which I guess was the the point. It made them feel very awkward and very standoffish. Yes, um, because yes. there's kind of this element of undercurrent racism yeah. towards elves. Yeah, I mean there there, are, there always has been. It's, it's one of the things that. It's played upon in this universe anyway, like, but it's usually the elves being racist <laughs> rather than yeah. the other way around. They don't like anybody. 
but I do I, I do like that like as things go on, especially kind of after the after the battle, um, that they really do hail Aaron Deer as a hero because he is. Yeah, yeah. Like what he puts what he puts himself through and what he does for. I mean, he ultimately does it because him and Bronwyn are in love. But you know, yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it for a shag. I mean, that's caused many a war, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Send men into battle, Helen of Troy, all that. It's, it's a known thing. So the 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 last faction of people that we have are the Numenorians. Yeah, which um, did it even allude to? I don't know if they did in the show. The fact that they're, nope, they're they, not human. No, they, they 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 allude to the fact that they have the gifts of the elves. Yes, they they what, long what lives. I, yeah, what I was surprised at is that they didn't allude to in the any of the preview stuff that the Numenor was in play. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I didn't expect to go. It there. was a re- it was a real surprise when they got there. Like they showed the city, but the. In the trailers, could have been it, anything, couldn't made it? it? Yeah, that made it look like it was the Elven City. Yeah, yeah. Which, again, for those that don't know, the Numenorians, uh, they was gifted the island of Numenor by um, by helping defeat Morgoth, and they was given extended life. Not not to the Elves' quantity, but yeah, they, yeah, they weren't immortal. But this like is why Aragon was two hundred and fifty years old when he died because he's a descendant of Numenorians. Yeah, yeah, that's he's, why. He sealed us there, isn't he? It sealed us out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's got a long life. I've I very much enjoyed the introduction to the city. I yes. love that opening quote. I love it when they're on the boats, and then it it goes through, and you just see these wide kind of camera shots of the city, and it looks incredible. I don't know. And I just love the look and design of Numenor. I don't know how they envisioned the city to look that good because we've only got like paintings and sketches of the city to go on. It's not a real place, and they nailed it, and they made. Cl- I think it's a- it's, and it's based it's based on kind of a, a lot of um, Greek cities, isn't it? Yeah, it's supposed to. No, 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 the actual physical look of it. Is, oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, like it's Greek, Mediterranean. Yeah, Greek Mediterranean cities. It's a warm island, but I liked how on this, unlike some of the the, the descriptions in the uh, in the text, that it's an actual country. It's an island that's bigger than the city. You know what I mean? There's, yeah, there are yeah. places to go, but so I always thought... to the west side. Yeah, well, I always thought when I'm when reading the text that, it's just an island city, which made no sense to me. How can that be an ecosystem? Just a city island doesn't See, I, work. I yeah. quite like as well, like you guys might know, but I don't, so don't really want this spoiling. But I know there's a fall of, of Numenor. I know I know that's a yeah. thing. But we see her having a vision of it being wiped out. Yes. But we see And how does she get that vision? Using the Palantir? Palantir, yeah. But we also it it wasn't just that. It's like it's that vision, but it was also alluding to the fact that maybe the fall is down to internal politics and civil war as well. Like there's all that kind of bubbling underneath. Yeah, like, which is which is which is accurate. So so the, so the fall of Numenor is the the actual book for the fall of Numenor is out like next week. Yes. Um. It's 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 another one of these ones that Tolkien's had in his notes and all that. And it's, yeah. It's written about in the Silmarillion and, and the children of the fall of, and the children of Huron. Um, the fall of Numenor is basically the so the first age is the fall of man. Yes, which is when you get Mor- the war with Morgoth, which was when men side with a great evil. They get corrupted. The fall the fall of Numenor is the second fall of man, which is man's hubris. All the ages are men. Yeah, <laughs> the third age is when man survives and wins, and the fourth age we don't know. So uh, Numenor is going to fall regardless. Yeah. Like, we know what, what, yeah, but like the show won't tell you, won't, won't tell you why, but it's very good. But the show doesn't give you, like, a it, it, it's leading you different again, it's leading you different directions, like, yeah. 
and yeah the the is it palantir the, yes. it, yeah, that's the clear like clearly what's underneath that robe but that was gifted to the numenarians by i know but by, it's not even like uh oh like what could be under there is like what what could that that spherical thing be underneath that, that yeah. uh, drip thing? in this yeah, in this age <laughs> there, there are many palantiri there is a, there is a few seeing Seven, stones is what palantir means. yeah that's what they're called seeing stones and at this point in the age, it's it's not like Sauron can see you. It's just a communications device, or like a it predicts what a possible future could be and stuff like that. It's magic, don't get me wrong, but it's not evil like you see it in Lord of the Rings, where because Sauron's got one, you don't want to be having you don't want to be on the other side of one. Trust me, because he knows what you're doing then. So yeah, yeah. It, it, it's 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 a it was a gift, and obviously clearly squandered it. So. Yeah, the and it is also worth worth remembering as well that when Saruman pulls out the Palantir in um, Fellowship, yeah, uh, Gandalf explicitly says not all of them have been found. Yes. one of them is definitely at the bottom of the sea where Numenor falls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and most of them Sauron's got. So, ooh. yeah, so um, Just a telephone yeah, basically. The, yeah, the uh, the Numenorians are are portrayed as some of them are portrayed as kind of quite helpful or quite nice they're all kind of generally portrayed as disliking the elves to the fact that um uh elendil who is a sealed father ultimately his bloodline goes down to aragorn elendil means friend of the elves and he is pilloried for that one despite him being a very decorated military officer yep it's it's funny how um, how, how they how they show the numenorians in this so- with it, they've got sects. They're showing them as general bastards. They've got, the, oh, yeah, they've got them in guilds, haven't they, as well? Um, which is, it shows there's a structure to them. Like, you, you're born into this guild, or you're born into that guild, or you've got to earn the rights. And they're, they're a seafaring race, aren't they? Like, like the sea is yeah. their bread and butter. And well, they're, they're, they're an island. So. They're, they're, they are bastards. They are just arrogant bastards. You can see why a civilization would fall for that reason alone. Never mind it's, cataclysm. Yeah. Especially when you get the likes of like uh, Farazun, who, yeah. who's the advisor to the queen uh, to the queen regent. He's a dick. Yeah, he's an absolute dick. Him, him, and his son fucking plot plotting around. Oh, we have to get rid of the elf, or the elf can't be allowed to leave, or whatever. It it is it's mad, like, isn't it, that, that this island was gifted to them by the elves? <laughs> yeah, they've got very short memories. Of yeah, them, was, despite their long lives. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, we ate them. Why? They're just sneaky, aren't they? They're just sneaky fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> No, no real reason. State them. Yeah, you, you, you have a Isildur, uh, played by Maxim Baldry, who was training to be. He starts the show tra- training to be um, a sailor. Yeah, sa- sailor soldier. Yeah, and he he does the Jon Snow thing. He doesn't want it. He just wants to like you know chill out, go on a gap year, do artistic things, write poetry, write poetry. Um, and it's and you see, I, I love this sequence. You see this great sequence when he's on one of the ships and he kind of deliberately fucks it up and almost gets his mate killed as a result of it. I do love that they've stuck with Isildar being a goof because he, well, he was he was only luck that made him kill Sauron in the first place. Oh yeah, he was knocked over. And just <laughs> he was not. His he, off. He's not a good warrior, and his arrogance led to his ultimate demise as well. It's, I, I like that they've kept Isildar being this, this goof. He's fucking brilliant. Big into it. Um, yeah, I love I love the design of their armor. I love the design of the ships. Just all the all uh, the people of um, Numenor are dicks, but I love everything that they make. They've made them look Mediterranean as well. Yes, 
and I'm oh, uh, and uh, the uh, Numenor stuff also had the other cringe scene, which I didn't like, which was um, uh, Galadriel's horse riding when she's off when she's <laughs> off to the yeah. uh, archives. Yeah, yeah. she's grinning yeah. like an idiot on the back of this white horse. Yay! <laughs> it's like it's like that scene in Never Ending Story when he first rides Falco. <laughs> Yay! He's got his hands in the air. It's yeah. like that. I love horses! It was su- Best of all the such animals! A, <laughs> such a strange turn of tune for that. I but, think it was supposed to show you that she is still an elf and nature, they are one with nature. She's not just this battle-hardened commando. Oh, yeah, I, I, I get that. And it just, maybe you, just, you could have cut it, you didn't need it. <sighs> yeah. Peter Jackson would have cut it. No, he, no, he would have cut it and put in three helicopters. Yeah, 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 he would have done. <laughs> Um, so yes, yeah, so, I mean that's kind of the main runs of the story. Uh, other stuff that I quite liked, I really liked how Celebrimbor was played. Charles Edwards did a really good job. Playing Very him. different Celebrimbor, but a good Celebrimbor. A Celebrimbor of like the reason he's the world's greatest smith, and they gave him that pathos and that um, that uh, wiseness to him. Like even the king listened to him and stuff like. Do you know what I mean? He was yeah a great renown as an elf uh, there from the beginning since the elves were. Put on on Arda itself, it, older older as old as time it is, and I, yeah, I liked, I really liked him, and he, he he wasn't as arrogant as you'd expect the greatest Smith to be in the world. You know, he was quite humble and open to ideas when he when he was stuck on yeah. things like he, he, you know when um when Halbrand slash Sauron gives him the idea, oh well, why don't you take Mithril and just like you know put it. Fuse it with fuse it with other other metals. And why don't you, why don't you it? tease it with another metal rather than yeah. uh, force it's it? Like he knows, which is what, weird. It's weird. like he knows what to do, isn't it? But he he can't. He just he doesn't have the means or the skill to do it. But he kind of knows what needs to be done. And it's that point as well where he's getting so excited about it and everything. He's like, oh, he's, so he's revealing himself, isn't he? Yeah, he's full on revealing himself here. Some things before before we even find out before she even finds out with the scrolls. You, you're looking at going hang yeah. on these. He's getting way into this. Like, there's something up here. Like, law lawmasters know that that Sauron and Celebrimbor create the rings. Everyone knows that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And how how they did it in this is completely different. But in my head, it's better. I think it's better. It's 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 better because it's it's described as like Celebrimbor makes the rings and Sauron is disguised as his assistant. <laughs> yeah, which which is beautiful elven assistant. <laughs> God, his name yeah. is such a bloody mouthful though. Calabrimbar. Yeah, Calabrimbar. <laughs> yeah, Calabrimbar. Calabrimbar. Um, it, it, I, I, actually, I don't think we really discussed it before. I, the when we get the turn, when we get the reveal from um, uh, Halbrand that he's Sauron. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that um, the actor did the Superman thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He stood. He stood up a little bit straighter. Yeah, shoulders like, it's back. It's almost like shoulders back, and he just like looked that much more intimidating. Yeah, he's, taller, his whole presence he like just changed. Yeah, and like you, you get. Galadriel goes to try and stab him, and he's like, "It's no bother for him to stop her." Yeah, just holds her. Holds Could have done it in the first place. Effort. It's what makes me feel like the injuries he took, he did it deliberately to look weak. Mm. Of course he did. Yeah, yeah that that oh god, and that sequence where he's kind of trying to tempt her as well is just so yeah. well done. Like, I loved that shot of them stood on the raft and it turns upside down, and in the and in the reflection you see him you see in his him. in his armor yeah. and her as his queen. Yeah. You, 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 she I, thought about it for a split second. She thought, mm, "Yeah, that well, that which, which, would be which great." Is, which is cons- well, which it's consistent with Galadriel because, again, when you get to the Fellowship, and, and she says, uh, 
I would take the ring. I would be. Yeah. I would be a benevolent, beautiful, and terrible ruler. Yeah, not not not, not ruler like of that. darkness. The ruler of light. Yeah, which is again yeah, she, yeah, tipping she, the scales the she, wrong way. Yeah, she is. She is very much tempted in that brief moment. Yeah, I also like how you translate like that entire sequence in effectively in Galadriel's mind. It's brilliant because it it happens with like a proper smash cut because he like it's almost like he puts his hand on her face and throws her Boom. to the ground yeah. and then we're we're in back in Valinor. Yeah. And he's disguised as a brother and oh it's so fucking good. And it twists and it turns and it moves around and it's you get the scene of her kind of almost drowning effectively, but it's not really drowning, she drowning it, in her own thoughts. Yeah. And then oh, I I I love that whole because it it, it was I think it would have been cheaper if it was just like, oh, you're Sauron. Yes, I'm Sauron. Oh, I'm going to run. And that kind of thing. And it was like a chase sequence. It was much better to have that, him showing her his power. Yeah. If it wasn't, if he'd just gone, no, I am Sauron. It'd be like, oh. do, you know, <laughs> do you know what I thought was going to happen when, when that reveal and after that little dream sequence as well? I thought she was going to go back to the, the, uh, the forge and he's going to be there. And I thought, I, I honestly, in my head, she's going to go do it anyway. I thought she'd been corrupted. I thought that's 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 the because Gladriel herself has always been a guilt character, a character that's like I could have done more. Even in Lord of Rings yeah. films, I could have done more. Why didn't we stop the necromancer there and then? Yeah, but it's instead great. we cast him. We cast him into Mordor again. We've always just casting Sauron aside. C- can you guys help me explain? Help explain something to me a little bit more because I, I couldn't. Maybe it's just me being a bit silly. or not picking this up right. Yeah. So I understand that they want the mithril. They need that. It's like a life force to, for them to, to live. Yeah. Yeah. But how is that tiny scrap and these three rings going to allow them to do that? I know, remember that the jewels in... that the jewels on those rings are also a, a mimicry of the light as well. So they're so trying just... to tap into a different energy. An LG yeah. from Valinor. So yeah, the, okay. the, the the great torches or bulbs or lanterns or trees, whatever you want to call them, however you want, whichever artwork you look at, they're always slightly different. The lights of Valinor are what keep, give the elves their life force. And uh, like in the first stage before Morgoth destroyed the light and stuff, with, with a giant spider, by the way, <laughs> mm. um, we, before they destroyed that, that's why Valinor is the... the it, it's kind of like heaven. It's, it's yeah. paradise. And these 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 jewels or silmarils or anything that that's like a mimicry of that, it still gives them that essence. So these rings are just amplified. Like if a ruler's wearing one, they, you only have to be in the presence of them existing. It stops corruption. It stops right. trees from I dying. I thought that was like. kind of that's like, all it is. Uh, that's what it was hinting at. But it's bouncing around, getting so excited about stuff that it didn't really kind of. I mean, as all. we know in the law, it's, I mean, you've seen Lord of the Rings film. Mithril becomes quite a known quantity by the Third Age. It's not, it's not rare. Yeah, because well, yeah, they're going mine it all, well, yeah, don't they? That's because Dur- yeah, yeah. Durin takes fucking tons of it all out of before it. he happens upon a Balrog to yeah. the point where <laughs> even a Hobbit can wear a Mithril vest. Do you know what I mean? It's not. That's why elves can live on for a long, long time. Yeah. In Middle Earth, I, I really, I, I really like the the. Um, forging of the rings, watching that and how they did that, really, cool really good sequence. sequence. The music was brilliant. It, it finished with this, with these being kind of forged, and it got your goosebump, and you're like, oh yes. And then it, obviously, then yeah. it cuts to Halbrand, and he's like outside Mordor, and we see the the shine. He goes to his eye, and 
you see like the, the volcano do, in his do, eye do, and do, I liked the way it ended. I do I do like that the, the, the series ended with a man literally walking to Mordor. Yeah. yeah. Which is how, how the saga ends. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 it, it's it's good that we know that he's now going to go forge. And he knows how to forge. And he yes. what we need to do what we like the, the second series we need to start getting making more rings, basically. <laughs> well, so, so so the way I see the second series going is um so the the el- the elves will put will put on the rings and yep. the elves then will then realize that Sauron has put his evil into it and they will try their best to hide the rings. Yeah, Sauron will um, consolidate his forces and that's when he'll attack uh, attack the elves and he'll get the rings back. He uses them rings to make the rings for the dwarves and the and men. I, I could see that happening. I, I I see it happening in a different way. I think that that they'll turn around and say. These these rings are fantastic. So we make some for you guys. I think it'll be that way. And it, 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 oh, it, it could be, it could be. But either either way, Sauron needs. Yeah, to get but the Sauron rings back. is the one that it has to be Sauron because he corrupts. If the elves make the rings, and how does he corrupt them? He he with he. The he one yeah, ring. That's, that's with the one ring. No, but the one ring can. He's put his corruption in those rings. He gives them to them, and then he uses his ring to control theirs. Yeah, I suppose they're the catalyst, aren't they? They're they're, they're the start of yeah. the. Of, yeah. Even if he's putting a tiny so, bit into the other, because the other races are not as strong anyway. I, it yeah. takes it takes ten pence to corrupt a man. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't need anything to really get them it takes to be like. to corrupt you. Exactly, mate. It's it's, it's easy. The, the dwarves that they're, they're they're gonna. I I think what's gonna happen is they're gonna get to the point where, like Moria's fucked. So any help they're gonna take is. It's gonna, they're gonna be like, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll have, we'll have these rings. And man, again, easy, easy. I, to I also think they might just throw in some of their own stuff in there. Yeah, I it, hope they do. They might just make some it of their own storylines for me. That up. knows. Yeah. There's one thing we haven't quick touched on just before we we start to wrap things yeah. up. The three zealots that go and look for the stranger who think they think he's Sauron. That's yes. the weirdest part of this show. When he kills them, mm-hmm. he. Inverted brackets. Are they dead? I don't know. Like it seems like they are. They, they look. Don't, don't know. Then you. They look they're like new, Naz- mate. They look like Nazgul. When they do. It's but they really also look like the the, the 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 spirits of the dead of the dead kings. You know from yeah. Like the they're, they're clearly not because the Nazgul are the nine corrupted men, aren't they? But yes. it's yeah, the way are. that maybe this was an again. This could just be an early version of them. That I don't know what they are. Yeah, I don't know what they are. Yeah, they they are brand. New, I think so they'll they'll play they'll no play really they'll play into are. it more. You can, I don't think you can have these characters with that power, that ambition to serve Sauron to just sack them off in their first. I mean, at fight. first, I thought they were going to be the blue wizards that come first before Gandalf. <laughs> I thought, oh, these are going to be the blue wizards. There was um, people thought. Remember the original image of one of them, um, the, dwe- the dweller. The one with the short blonde hair, yeah, and oh, a lot of man. people saying, "Oh, that's Sal. Like, why have they made Sauron look like Eminem?" And then when when she appeared, it's like, "Oh, it's actually a woman," and it's that's not Sauron. that's why yeah. that's how he was described in the book as like a beautiful androgynous elf. So well, that's again, why... another in, especially in the teaser when when she appeared on screen, it's like, "Oh, it's clearly not because it's a woman." Uh, yeah. But in the tra- in the teasers and all the in the in the shots we saw, it was very much like, "Oh, could this could that be Sauron?" They just threw yeah. so many different options at you. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the mesture because Sauron's guys, his form was Anadar, not not Halbrand, so they completely changed that anyway, which yeah. made me think that can't be Sauron. I mean, I even thought that, 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 buddy, 
there was you know remember like episode one or two with the Harfoots. There's a bit where you see a wolf, and and I know that yeah. he's been a wolf before. And I was like, oh, yes. is that yeah, yes. is he in his wolf form? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think, I think every, every single episode has had like a a a, a cell run misdirected. Yeah. I'm glad they got there though. It's, I'm glad they didn't stretch yeah. that out. And it's like, right, we know who he is. This is where we're going now. Yeah. yeah. See, see, what, 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 what I'm hoping for, kind of going forward, is that I'm hoping it's maybe four seasons long. It's five. Because mm-hmm. is it five? Is it? Oh, <laughs> that, that, that. It's expensive. Yeah, it's, it's expensive. Because, <laughs> because, because the way I was expecting it to go is like you get the the next season would be the rings being created. Yeah. Um, and then the world being enslaved, and I reckon the next season will have a downer ending. A very, very much with Sauron being like at full power. It depends how they do it because in the text, the world wasn't enslaved when men were corrupted; they were just corrupted, and they didn't really do anything. They were just spied upon. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's what the corruption was. So it, it, it kind of has control. It like they don't become Nazgul until they die. Do you know what I mean? It's gonna yeah. bring everything. Like quicker together that even the the showrunners and the producers and everyone said they literally said we are condensing thousands of years of Good. history into the series because if we didn't then we would have to replace everyone but the elves every season because yes. <laughs> because everyone else doesn't have the long life that to take you through the whole age yeah it has to end with the last alliance between men and elves it has to yeah the last well I I what I what I was which is what a lot of rings starts. Yeah, I hope the final season is essentially the war. Yeah, it will be the big war and the final yeah, the war of the ring. I mean, I, I, I think, I don't think we'll get. I don't know. Will we? What? I don't know how they end it because we know from the beginning of Lord of the Rings that Isildur kills Sauron. He takes the ring. He refuses to yep. throw it into the. Yeah. Do you right end the, the series the on such a downer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, 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 I think you end the series on Gollum finding the ring. Oh. On Smeagol finding the ring. Oh, and it's Andy Circus back out of retirement. <laughs> well, it's it's more because they've um, yeah, because we know where that goes. The, the, yeah, that's the, the, a good. That's you mean, I, that's you, you mean Deagle finding the ring? Deagle, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's my birthday because you've because it has also been said that they have options to do spin-off series from this. Ultimately, I hope they don't end up doing spin-offs. Just, I think this series is, is pretty good as it is. I think. Much said joke earlier about it being like a Gollum spin-off that they could do. I kind of really hope they do. That would be a really fucking dull series to watch. <laughs> oh, it would do. Like I, I do the wonder tales, whether the tales they... of Smeagol. Yeah, I do wonder whether <laughs> they dare do Lord of the Rings again if they got the rights. But I think it's tied behind movie studios, that isn't it? So yeah, I think I think I think New Line own that. Oh, they absolutely think... own that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I also think if they tried to, I think the internet would go into uh, some kind of spittle fueled fervor. <sighs> yeah. yeah, but no. How long do you leave it? Own. How long? How long do you leave it before you redo these <laughs> ma- massive stories? I mean, you can't do the Lord of the Rings first without doing the Hobbit before it. <laughs> I guess. I mean, if they redo know, the Hobbit, you could do as, that. As, as, I, 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 redo the, the Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, they could do that in one episode. I, That's how short <laughs> the book is. <laughs> You could, I mean, I mean, realistic, realistically, if they wanted to put the proper time into everything, you could do the, you could do the Hobbit as a mini series and then do a series each for each of the Lord of the Rings books. Yeah, I don't think they will yeah. though. But yeah, you know, I mean, the numbers are there. People are watching it. They're closing on a hundred million viewers on this, which is massive. But um, nearly as much yeah. as our podcast, nearly. 
Nearly. Nearly. You'll get there soon, Bezos. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> come on mate. So yeah, I guess I, I guess we'll just start getting towards wrapping it up here. What's everyone's kind of final thoughts on it? I want them to continue to surprise long-time fans. I want them to subvert my expectations enough to keep me invested. Because when it first started, I was like, oh, is this going to be a retail? Because the first episode's quite by the book. Apart from the stuff with Gladriel in the and the tombs and stuff like that, that's pretty new. But I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad it, it makes me want to watch it more. It's the same when I watch The Boys as well, because when you read the books and stuff, or MCU stuff, when it changes it up, that excites me. It doesn't send me into a nerd rage. I'm allowed to sit here and say, that's different, but it doesn't necessarily yes. mean bad different. I'm allowed to point yeah. that out, and I, I, it it gives me more water cooler moments. If you get me, so yeah. I, I hope I hope they do that. I hope they don't rush it. They've got plenty of time, plenty of scope, plenty of money to keep this going in a nice solid trajectory, and and keep you sealed out as a goof. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I I um I I just love this from the start, and I know the first episode is quite exposition heavy it's just dumped on you and then then we yeah. kind of get into it all but it just looks stunning from the get-go and i love like epic high fantasy stuff so more of that and like yeah i just loved it really did it makes the the, the, the wheel of time look prophetic doesn't it <laughs> yeah it, it just made me <laughs> it made me feel like the films make me feel like it's as good as it's it's not as good as them like because the, the, you grow up with them. Yeah, but the language and the script that they use in those films is taken from the books. Whereas yes. this is trying to ape Tolkien's words when sometimes they get it right, sometimes they don't. But it's yes. it's making me feel like that. It's making me feel like I'm in that world. Yeah, I agree, mate. I yeah. Agree. I, uh, it, for me, it gives me that sense of wonder that I got when I first watched the Lord of the Rings films. Like, because I, I hadn't read the books before I, I saw the films. So I mean, I'm jealous of you me. guys. I'm jealous of people that. Go into these things new. I read these books when I was a fucking child. I didn't. I mean, I've, I've 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 read a lot of the the extra law stuff now, and yeah. there's bits and pieces I was picking up on, but not to the level you have. This is me. I thought I was such a nerd as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're still a nerd now. I'm man. not. I'm a cool uh, guy. The um, yeah, it just gives me this wonderful sense of wonder that you don't get with a lot of fantasy stuff these days. A lot of because because I think. Because Tolkien was the progenitor for he created all the it. stuff that we take, we, yeah, <laughs> we take for granted, elves, orcs, that kind of thing. That's all Tolkien. So when you get it and it's done this well, you appreciate it. Like I like the different take on Galadriel. I like uh, how Elrond's played. I love the dwarves. I love the look of the show. I love how high quality it is. I love the amount of practical effects that are still in there. There's a fuck ton of CGI hidden in there, but. There are a lot of practical effects, a lot of real things. The makeup on the orcs is fucking brilliant. I just, I think it's, I think it's really good. It's, I think it's like a nine out of ten for me. There's some, like I said, little niggly bits that miss the mark for me. But overall, I think it's one of the best things that's been on TV. And you know, this has been airing at the same time as House of the Dragons, well. So we've got two really different but very interesting high fantasy shows going at the same time. We're fucking spoiled. Oh yeah, I love it. Love it. So, yeah, we'll wrap this up. Yeah, the, uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for... Oh, we're putting these out for everyone as well, aren't we? So, yeah, yeah. you don't have to be a patron to listen to this. You'll just get, if you're a patron, you'll listen to it a little bit earlier. So thank you for listening to this. If you enjoy this and you want early access to these um, these spoiler specials that come out, I think we're going to try and do a few more of these because 
there's a lot of good shit coming out that we want to talk Great about shit. in detail. Yeah, we tend to, we've done a lot of Marvel ones as well. We we haven't managed to get to do the last few just because of time, but we've got Marvel stuff on there. We've got Elden Ring spoiler casts. We've got so we're doing for games, for TVs, for movies. I think we'll probably end up having a God of War spoiler cast at some point, won't we? For the we have to, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> we all need to talk about our beardy daddy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, th- thanks for listening to this. Um, check out the rest of the podcast. Check out Do Dragons Dream of Squad Sheep, Deep Dive Lounge. Uh, we've got a new podcast coming soon, which is Smash Like Glass. So, yeah, there's loads of stuff you'd listen to on the network. And if you're a patron, you get it all early and ad free. <sighs> what more could you want? Don't forget, people. Or extended. Don't forget. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. But not our patron. Tell everyone. <laughs> yeah, tell everyone about the patron. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. Bye. 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 From shadow you came. To shadow I bid you return. He is not Sauron. He is the other. He is the other. He is. I'm good. Thank <laughs> you.